Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. No intro, no outro. Technology Countdown great on mine when it works. Says, well, Say what? Last week. Nothing. I was looking at last week's. Oh, okay. Well, technology's great when it works, and <laughs> it just ain't working right now. I guess I think we're on. Maybe we're not. I don't know. We got says we're live, so we'll just kind of go with it. Well, are we live or are we Memorex? Yeah, well, we're live. Okay, a, well, there you go. Uh, you're, we're in arrears, so people are just hearing us now. Is that what you're saying? Well, let me turn my volume up. Yes. Welcome to episode 37 of the Play It By Ear podcast. Eric Fiscus, Brady Liming. Hello. Out your mid-drink, Todd Griffin. Hello. Hello, hello. <clears throat> welcome to one and all. We're up to 14 in the room. So, uh, again, welcome. This is our Thanksgiving-themed episode and uh, hopefully we can whet your appetite for uh, Thanksgiving doings coming up here in a couple of days. We can wobble your gobbles. There you go. All right. So this, this housekeeping stuff has become infinitely easier. So all I'm going to do is say, go to our website, <laughs> www.playbyearpodcast.com. And there you can find our audio feeds, our video feeds. There's an audio player right at the top of every page on the website. You can listen to the podcast through the website. And uh, again, if you have a different uh, provider that you like, you can find all the links there as well. Uh, Our video feeds, which we are currently broadcasting out to YouTube. What in the world are you doing? You're killing me. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm adjusting. Trying to do housekeeping here in your... uh, <laughs> pork pork now there's our food uh, tom and jerry reference sorry that's not a hey, thanksgiving you got me meat. track yeah uh, we are currently broadcasting to uh youtube uh, and uh, also twitter via the periscope app and also twitch so if you want twitch. to watch this on video you can do so on yeah. any of those platforms but i'm sure most of you are on facebook live right now so again welcome go to our website check it out Register for updates for our show, and uh, we can uh, get you those via email. Can I chime in with one thing really quickly, Eric? Certainly. Uh, uh, I kind of want to – I'm not sure if we've ever explained to our listeners, to our Facebook Live viewers, the way the the comments work. So maybe we should give them a little bit of a breakdown. Yeah. By all means, go ahead. So we are broadcasting this over – each of our individual Facebook pages. We are also broadcasting it over our, our play it by ear Facebook page. Depending on which one you're watching it through, the comments won't, won't line up. Meaning you might not be commenting along with the same people that you see on, on the Facebook live. For instance, if someone is watching this on Eric's homepage on Eric's Facebook page and they comment, 
the people that are watching it on my Facebook page will not see that comment. So if we miss comments, we apologize. We can't we can't really man all four Facebook pages at the same time. So I know Eric does a really good job of uh, combining those and trying to to touch on everybody's comments and, and answer He's anybody's questions. Yeah, but it but it does. We do realize that some get biased. So uh, I know like last week when we did the uh, uh, famous slang word for your particular birth year. I know there were lots that as I looked after the broadcast that we had missed. And again, it's just it's just impossible to do. So we wanted to explain it. That's kind of why maybe your your comment did not get noticed or replied to. Very eloquently done, and that is correct. Uh, I, on my dashboard here, am seeing comments from all of our different outlets, but again, depending upon, as Todd said, whichever Facebook page you're watching on, those are the people you are commenting with. You will not see the comments on other Facebook pages, or if you're not on the podcast page, you won't see, and so on and so forth. So yeah, yeah. Um, you did much more eloquently than I did. Confusion. I'm, yes. <laughs> I would like to put in a little plug for our website also. Um, in addition to like being able to listen to us and find information, it's also some good fun. Um, I highly recommend checking out our host bios and our play it by ear isms. It's kind of a glossary of words that you know frequently get used on our podcast. And the um, isms aren't there yet. Just oh, they're not way. up yet. They're not. Yeah, up yet. I didn't think we just, were finished with them. Just for us to see so far. But, ah, yeah. Well, it's coming and it's awesome. So it if you ever get confused of us talking of Harish and Fist, <laughs> you'll know what we're talking about. Because God knows we don't know what we're talking about sometimes. Yeah. So it could be helpful. It's like a little tutorial yes. for our earbuds. All right. So uh, thank you, gentlemen, for the uh, descriptions there and the uh, explanations. Again, much more eloquent than I. So we'll say hi to those who have uh, chimed in. Celia Griffin, hello. Hello. Mistake. Blake Kibler. Kibler. And Gary Troutman. Mr. Troutman. And we have 26 in the room, so those are the four I see comments from so far. So comment uh, if you want to check in. And again, we welcome you to episode 37, our Thanksgiving episode of the Play It By Your podcast. So just a uh, description on how this works. If you've never been here before, we each come to the table with a topic. We talk on that topic for 20 minutes, and we have not discussed the topic prior to our show here. So we, uh, as the name suggests, play it by ear. And uh, sometimes we surprise ourselves with different things that we might say or Whatever, so hope you enjoy. <laughs> All right, on your screen, we are in the order that we will present our topics. I am first, Brady is second, and Todd will round it out with tonight's game. So I am first, and I will start. Okay, so with the Thanksgiving theme being the theme of the night, uh, we obviously will talk some about food here, in addition to some other things coming up. But I will start with the food topic. Ooh. And uh, for the benefit of those on audio, I will try to talk us through this. Uh, however, those of you watching on Facebook right now, you'll see what we're looking at here as far as our list. Our graphic. Yes, tonight's graphic. Dun, 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 tonight's dun, graphic dun. brought to you by... Look Facebook. at that. 
Look at that. Foods. 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 All right. So here's the deal. You see the graphic there for the benefit of our audio listeners. The idea is you build your Thanksgiving fantasy lineup with $20. $20. So your lineup consists of a main course, a potato dish, a side dish one, a side dish two, and a dessert. So much like if you've played fantasy football before, this kind of mirrors that lineup there. You have your uh, in that you have your quarterback, your running backs, your wide receivers, and your kickers and defense. And so this is your lineup here, twenty bucks. This thing's and pulling up about four sides too short for my liking. <laughs> Indeed. All right. So the way we're going to do this, we will start uh, with Mr. Liming. And again, you have your $20, and we'll just go down course by course, and you can spend your monies. And we'll start with the main course. So I'm going to go through all the choices here and, and the monetary values, hmm. and you make your choice. So the main course, okay. choices are for $5, a whole turkey. So if you're uh, into digging into the whole turkey, that's 5 bucks. A it's ham. Not bad turkey money. No, not, not <laughs> at all. A ham. Honey baked or otherwise, $4. So whatever your favorite kind of ham is, we'll just go with that. $3, just the turkey white meat. If you're not a <laughs> if you're not a uh, dark meat fan there with the turkey, you can just get the white meat for 3 bucks. You can go just dark meat, if you're a fan of all that, for $2. And tofurkey, if you uh-huh. are a vegan, <laughs> you can go for that. For the one dollar bill. No to freaking way. (laughs) Indeed. So, Mr. Liming, what's your Um, main course choice? Well, if there was any other selection made, um, there might as well be a Soviet flag flying in the house. (laughs) Um, I I think that's pretty much. And probably... uh, little children stashed in your crawl space and just a rotten a rotten mess of Spit a human it out, being. Brady. Yeah. Tell I, them, I, tell I, them I, how I, it is. I was tell them how it is. Tell them, Steve, Dave. <laughs> um, so um, I am going with whole turkey as long as that is w-h-o-l-e it is um (laughs) turkey um, hole yeah um but yes i am going with the turkey and that is a non-negotiable in um social emotional um education they tell you you have to have non-negotiables and if it's not turkey now i know there's people that don't like it and that's fine but don't come at me on thanksgiving with no turkey or or you know, being a Buzz Killington and dissing on the turkey. So, um, you know, yeah. when, you know, when Brady starts referencing John Wayne Gacy crime scenes, he's he's seriously a I'm torque fired off. up. <laughs> he's fired up. Yeah. Uh, fired up. Fired up. So All right. I am going Tom? to pass. Oh, sorry. I'm going to pass on the turkey hole and I am going to. I'm going to save a buck. See, I'm already thinking like a businessman, Brady. You got to you got to save that money cuz look what's coming later. I'm going $4 ham. $4 ham. $4 ham. That that that, that sounds like when one says $4 ham, it kind of sounds like gas station hot dog. Uh, it's a $4 ham. 
but I know pay, that it's just playing within the parameters of the game. I'd pay more for a gas station hot dog. Where's that meat? <laughs> All right. So, so go ahead. There, there, there's your money left over. So Brady has chosen the turkey hole, <laughs> and Todd has chosen the ham. All right. So we're moving on to uh, the potato dish. So again, for the benefit of our audio audience, I will read the potato dishes. This is going to be mashed. And uh, looking at that picture, there is quite the nice reservoir of butter on top of the mashed potatoes. I see it. Is it? Uh, it's the picture's small, but it it looks like a moat of gravy. There'd be no gravy on my potatoes. Just yeah. just the butters. Yeah. Well, no, uh, a butter in moderation. It, That's what I meant. I meant yeah. butter, not gravy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's again. It's uh, tiny. I don't know how it is on everybody else's screen, but it's tiny on mine. Okay, you have the sweet potatoes for four dollars. You have the al gratin potatoes for three dollars. You have roasted taters for two, and you have baked taters for one. So, your tater dish, Brady Liming. Um. The traditionalist in me says mashed potatoes with the it the the, the butter moat or gravy moat the groat, um, but actually my favorite potato is a oh, baked pinto. potato. Um, I like my baked potato, so um, I, I I'm going to I'm gonna you know since I spent on that sweet turkey hole money. I'm going to um, go with a baked potato. Baked potato. Todd? That is absolutely unheard of in the realm (laughs) of Thanksgiving Day dinners. There are no such thing as baked potatoes on that day. I see why you went there, but I I can't even give it an option. You know, so looking at the sweet potato, could could you clear it up for me? Is that a casserole of some sort, like sweet potato casserole? Uh, no, I, I think it's just sweet potatoes with a, uh, nice crusty, a, uh, maybe a cinnamon marshmallow compote. Yeah. And I can't tell if it's like, uh, if it's souffle <laughs> or casserole. I like sweet potato casserole. <laughs> Are right, you mocking my use of compote? Man. Yes, I am. Nobody uh, has ag- nobody has ag- rotten potatoes on Thanksgiving either. I think we do in my family. Ag- rotten is a poor man's scalloped potatoes, I would like to add. Uh, and they try to cover it up by making it sound fancy in French. Yeah, but they're, they're, they don't even touch scalloped potatoes. That's like <laughs> saying, I want my potato au natural, which just means, you know, one raw potato on a slice of lettuce so man i tell you i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and spin big and go with mashed mashed with the mashed taters but where's the jv's where's the gravy (laughs) now Um, now you gotta look at the bottom of the of the picture here those in the extras now you gotta save your money for the extras i just saw that i'm done extra (laughs) you're done you're gonna be yeah, dry. You See, you gotta have. have to, still got time to budget here. You gotta have gravy to wet that turkey hole. 
I can't have dry turkey. No, you can't. <laughs> but you don't need gravy on your ham. Ew. No, yeah. So see, that's a thank you, Candace. No one does. What did Candace say? And Candace says, who in the hell eats a baked potato on Thanksgiving? And I'm, I'm going to chime in. I'm going to say I agree with that. I, I have never heard of the likes of a baked well, potato. But, but, but if you – and Candace, um, by the way, no disrespect, I, I, I would choose mashed potatoes. But I've got a budget a little bit better because I wanted that turkey instead of something else. So I'm going to get back – because a baked potato is my favorite the mashed potatoes, what I'm going to be eating on Thanksgiving. So just for the sake of the game, I'm going with the baked potato. So, but where are the extras for the baked potato? Like your sour creams, your Ew. cheeses? Cheat? No, just butter and salt <laughs> only. She yeah. says, yes, of course you agree. But Great. still, he's the one to spin it. Is it my turn? Oh, no, it's Brady's no, turn. It's, it's Brady's turn. Okay, so now we're to side dish number one. And by the way, I, I didn't invite the audience here, but please, by all means, uh, we certainly want to hear what you have to say <laughs> as far as what your choices on this particular Thanksgiving fantasy lineup are. You could tell us serious we take our food, by the way. We, we haven't been paying attention to the audience. We've just been zoned uh, in on this. <laughs> that's true. Uh, just, she's, she's busting she's, my chops. She has ripped Brady in three comments now. And yeah, now man. Candace, let that tryptophan kick in from that turkey a little bit. Let's your, mellow. Your your turkey hole is cheap. You <laughs> <laughs> See, the turkey, the reason I wouldn't have spent the turkey on that, that much money on the turkey, because turkey can often be dry, like we were talking about earlier. Ham never gets dry. <laughs> Kelsey. Imagining Brady shamefully eating a plain baked potato with his hand like a dry apple at the corner of his family's table. Shamefully, oh, no. like, oh no, Kelsey. Gone with the wind. Not at the family table. He's off to the side somewhere with that baked potato because, again, no one. Hey, baked potato. Well, I brought turkey he, to this table. Here's the thing if he was holding it in his hand, he'd have a great big potato handle at the end of it just laying there on his plate. <laughs> so he can't eat his baked potato. These are back. Hand. Uh, oh, by, by the way, famous- that. That needs to be in the isms. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. Handles. handles. Oh, good gosh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me of Gone with the Wind, you know, where Scarlett O'Hara is just so hung. Is it a turnip or a potato? She just picks it right out of the ground and starts going at it like a vulture on roadkill. It's like, <laughs> so I was, uh, I was watching, uh, I was at the races, like, Florence Speedway somewhere here in the last couple of years, and I was sitting in the grandstands. I look over and there's a guy with a bag of tomatoes. Just eating them like apples, sitting there watching the races. I've, I've never seen that done before. That gives me the burps. Just like thinking about you. Yes, so yeah. It's your. You have twenty bucks to spend however you want. You're going to see some. I'm going to do some some magic math here in just a minute. Just stand by. <laughs> uh, my wife says the toppings are extras, and you already have those in your fridge. Extras. Uh, Candace still ripping on Brady. <laughs> Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brady, it's time for you to pick side dish numero uno. Side dish dos. Oh, no, so, excuse me, uno. Sorry, uno. sorry my, my Spanish. All right, so side dish one, again, for the benefit of our audio audience, side dish one consists of for $5 stuffing, for $4 corn, 
for $3 casseroles. Now, according to the picture, it looks like a green bean casseroles. Hmm. I, I, I guess the casseroles can be whatever you want the casseroles to be. It just says casseroles. So, Todd, if you like your sweet tater casseroles, I guess you can have it there for $3. It might change, it might change my... Yeah. I can't have it for Spinach. 3 bucks. Spinach for two dollar, okay. and the ever popular beets <laughs> for a dollar. Tells you how popular it is if it's only a buck on that table. Um, I will easily go with corn. Not only I like it on Thanksgiving, but to be a traditionalist, um, that that was in our traditional Thanksgiving feast. So four dollar corn for me. Gearn for Brady. Gearn. Gearn on the game. Oh, I tell you, if this were scalloped corn, I would be all over it. Scalloped corn? Scalloped Never corn. heard of such a monstrosity. Oh, my goodness, Eric. Scalloped corn. Anybody out there that likes scalloped corn, help fill us in. It is, uh, it is uh, the stuff of dreams. I'm not a big fan. You, have fair. you had it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a texture thing. It, it's like a cross between pudding, corn, yeah, and like. Thank you, Joe. You know, it's now, kind hey, of there's a, a difference mushy. between there's a difference between scallop corn and corn pudding. Oh, I, I like corn pudding. Then you would corn like scallop corn. No, it's not the same. No, I, I know, but but here's the th- here's what you would like about it: scallop corn and corn pudding both have a sweet, a little bit of a sweet flavor to them. Scallop corn, though, is a little bit more terse. I like my corn terse. It's a little more of a taut <laughs> roll of castle, and it's has, it's cheese throughout. As a matter of fact, doesn't scalloped mean something to do with cheese? Yeah, I think so. I mean, another scallop corn fan. Thank you, Candace. She, I she, don't dislike it. Uh, it's has just... strong opinions on her Thanksgiving food. <laughs> Eric, have you had it? I'm going to make you some. Yeah. I'm going to make yeah. you some scallop corn. Okay, put it on your well, doorstep. I'll, I'll imbibe if you make it. So, but I got to pass on that because I see that that's just ears Becky's of Becky's going to make it for me. Thank you. Thank you, Becky. Um, no I'm going to go with, but here's the thing. Scallop corn has to have cheese. I think scallop uh, means uh, with yeah, cheese. I thought scallop means. I, I don't know. Uh, I was kind of wondering that myself. But here's the thing. Stuffing, it depends. I don't like no stovetop stuffing. Oh. Okay, so now wait, no, let's let's hold on. You have stuffing, or you have dressing. I like dressing. Can is I change that, that the one that actually comes out of the turkey's orifice? No. Well, <laughs> that is stuffing. Stuffing okay. is no, and I don't know because I stovetop stuffing. I've never had it out of any turkey hole, but <laughs> dressing, like my mom's dressing, is 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 more consistent. It doesn't have a. It doesn't break apart. Like like stovetop stuffing, so th- that's a big question there, Eric. Can I can I call that stuffing right there? My mom's dressing. You can call it what you will. I guess they're they're related. They're they're within the same family. So I'm going to go with the five dollar stuffing, but no stovetop stuffing. Going big with that one. Yeah. Again, Candace very strong with her Thanksgiving food opinions, and I think Candace she will agree with me on this one. I don't even know why they call it stovetop. Stuffing. It should be called inbox stuffing. <laughs> I don't think any of that. Just 
Oh, there you go. Great, great minds. Thank great you. Great minds. Yeah. The last step on the uh, cooking instructions of the box should say, throw it in the garbage. Stuffing yeah. is stuffed in the turkey, hence out the turkey hole. <laughs> My family's sweet potato like, casserole is the bomb. I like I, sweet potato casserole. You, you, you can mm. have it. You My brother-in-law makes a mean uh, sweet potato souffle slash casserole. Yeah. Okay, uh, so Brady the, went with the corn. Uh, Lock media. So we got we got to get back on on track here. Brady Brady took okay. the corn again. Todd, I'm almost out of money. <laughs> did Todd? Did you go with stuffing? I went to stuffing. As long as it's not yeah. stovetop stuffing. If it's dressing, if it's Sandy Griffin's dressing. Yeah. Again, I guess you can call it what you like. Yeah. Here's the problem. I like gravy on it, but not three dollars worth. I'm not going to spend three dollars on it. Oh, Todd, you're going to have to budget. Budget. I'm. I'm budget. good. I. I thought this out. I thought this out well ahead. Well, we'll we'll, we'll see. Side dish dose. Choices are: for five dollar mac and cheese. For four dollar Brussels. Sprouts. <laughs> Brussels sprout. Nobody eats that on Thanksgiving either. Only masochists. Three dollar squash. Squash. Squ <laughs> I'm surprised my dad doesn't coin that because squash. he calls it Washington. I'm not, and, and you wash your squash. hair. So why don't you eat squash, Chuck? <laughs> Bull hum. That's what I say to that. Oh gosh, the next one makes me vomit. <laughs> Is that a cranberry for, log? For, for two dollar cranberries, <laughs> we've and said for it. one dollar creamed garn. Oh well, there's the. I guess maybe that's the. Oh, easy. <laughs> <laughs> if that cranberry sauce isn't shaped just like the inside of the can, I don't even want to look at it. When you pop it out on the plate, and it looks like. It just it's the can, just like a good can of potted meat, <laughs> like a good congealed blood clot in a can. <laughs> yes, there is an extra charge for your compartmentalized plate. If you don't want your food to touch, I would have to pay for the compartmentalized plate. Up again, it, but not in it. <laughs> Indeed. Oh man, we'll oh, ignore that. Uh, ignore yeah. it. I am going to make my chair my um I agree. Thank you, Kelsey. I agree. Well, Same people that fly a Soviet flag in their driveway, I'm sure. If I can um, cook it just so and put some cheese sauce on it, but that'd probably the way these prices are, that'd probably cost me twenty bucks. Um the side dishery is easy because it's one of my favorites. So go big or go home. And I am going with the mac and cheese. I'm mac going with Cadillac. The mac and cheese is a um, definitive Thanksgiving staple that is is a non-negotiable. Not not a not a. See, I disagree. Thanksgiving mac and cheese is not a Thanksgiving staple. Ooh, those are fighting words. Yes, let's let's hear it from our audience. Do we? Is, well, that uh, mac and cheese. There's many debates when it comes to mac and cheese. First of all, is it a Thanksgiving staple? Second of all, is it a main course? Or is it a side dish? Now, according yeah, to our list here, it's a side dish. Right. And I and believe in all instances, it is a side dish. You're right, Eric. In, these, my, these, my, in my world. These eateries need to realize that. 
especially on kids' meals. Now, a, a mac and cheese is considered a a main course. All right, Todd. But I do not think mac and cheese is a. I've never I've never had it on Thanksgiving. Therefore, I can't put it as a Thanksgiving staple. Uh, I was planning for this, <laughs> but and then something jumped out at me. And Ooh. the cream corn that I didn't see, I'm going to go ahead and count that cream corn as scalloped corn. Because it looks to me, as I look at the, just from my picture, like it's got some casserole texture to it. It's got some scalloppy. And uh, so I'm going to go, I'm going to spend a buck on that corn. So with that, Brady, with his large mac and cheese purchase, now has less money in his reservoir than Todd does. And, and by the way, the comments that are coming on on the play by ear Facebook, overwhelmingly the mac and cheese is not a Thanksgiving. I don't see anyone who has said it is yet. Joe says not a Thanksgiving. Uh, Jen Cheney, not a staple here. Uh, huh. Candace also, she Thank agrees you, with that. Thank you, Joe and Chris. Joe's not a Thanksgiving Jen dish. And, and uh, Miss Wilson, no mac and cheese. So mac and cheese taking a big hit here in our oh, crowd. Man. Hmm. Interesting. Now, now, yep. now Kelsey uh, qualifies mac and cheese in every gathering dish. Also applies to all categories. Main, yes. Side, yes. Topping, sure. Beverage, if you try hard enough and have a blender, I guess. Go for it. <laughs> I say yeah. only one who fries up their Vienna sausages would have mac and cheese as a Thanksgiving staple. <laughs> This could be true. This could be true. <laughs> that would be a good meal, though, Brady. Fried Vienna sausages and mac and cheese. Ooh, that's all that came in the cardiologist car. <laughs> Audrey Moore joins the crowd here. Homemade mac and cheese, yes, from a box. That's hangover food. But, Audrey, is it, is it a Thanksgiving staple, Audrey? Yeah. We're not denying that it's delicious and that it, it, it's, it's good about almost every meal, but is it a Thanksgiving staple? But we need Sardinia Elementary Cafeteria mac and cheese here with the little toasted breads on top. <laughs> I, I, I am pretty sure Grumped. when, when Powhatan arrived at the Thanksgiving dinner, he was bringing macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Who, Patton? Patton? Did you say General Patton? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh. Audrey, Audrey says perfectly. yes for her family. All right. I'll, I'm going to text your dad later, Audrey, and tell him how wrong he is. On so many levels. <laughs> Thank you All for right. chiming in, Audrey. It's great to see you in here, though. Yes. Very cool. Very cool. I'm always, always trying to attract the uh, the uh, younger set. Yeah. See, our, our humor tends to be old. See if you can get your old man to watch. He's uh, he's supposed go. to be my my buddy and never watches. So. Well, yeah. What's what's up with that man? <laughs> um, is probably asleep is, right now. Is Audrey cheese in Louisiana? Balls. No. No, okay. Cheese Tony, balls I, is a I agree. Cheese ball is a it's a uh it is a uh, appetizer staple for Thanksgiving, I agree. And Joe wants breadcrumbs. You might be a redneck Indeed. All right, gentlemen, we're to the desserts. Desserts again for the uh Audio audience include for five dollar pumpkin pie, for four dollar apple pie, 
for $3 cheesecake. Now, this particular cheesecake has cherries on top. I guess you can have any flavor of cheesecake you like for your three bucks. $2 pecan pies and $1 carrot cake. Pecan, just, pecan. Just to share how how blind I am, I, uh, I had written down here, I would show you if it would come through the camera, but I had down here... Give me that dollar cornbreads. I thought it said cornbread on the side dish number two. I'd budgeted my entire meal based on that one dollar cornbread. And then when I saw that it was creamed corn, I mean, I still bought it, but I don't, I don't know why I thought that said. You can get some dollar cornbreads at the bottom there. Okay. For your extras. Cornbreads. Uh, I do love me some pumpkin Oh, pie. that's what I read it down for. Yeah. I do love some pumpkin pie. Now, um, I, I'm being a little bit ridiculous here, and I'm going to ask this question, Eric. Is dessert the last category? Other than your extras on the bottom. I'm not seeing the extras, but I, I'm going to go with a non-traditional choice here. I love pumpkin pie, and tis the season for pumpkin pie, but daggone, I love some cherry cheesecake, just like the kind that they have shown there. So I'm going to go with the gâteau de fromage, the cheesecake. There you go. Ooh. So, are you saying you can't see the extras where you're looking, or, or look a little closer? <clears throat> That's where I originally oh, saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see it. That's where I originally saw the cornbread. I'm not as blind as I thought I was. No, you're not. All right, Todd. What's your All dessert? Right. How much money do I have left? We pull it up just so I can see. Or can you? Well, I'm in the middle of editing, but there's Six where bucks. we currently stand. All right, so here, here's what I've done, and this was all on purpose. Uh, I want a $3 piece of cheesecake. I would like okay. two $1 pieces of carrot cake and one $1 piece of cornbreads. <laughs> okay, back up again. Now what? One $3 piece of cheesecake, two okay. $1 pieces of carrot cake, and one piece of cornbreads for one dollar sir i am going to rand out my extra with my two dollar and that's easy biscuits i would prefer a dinner roll but i will take biscuits biscuits <laughs> looking at kyle and turn there and bought your cornbreads before your turn for the extra. oh sorry i was just on a spending uh, i was Going crazy with my money. You're getting drunk on turkey yes. food. On a Thanksgiving food, excuse me. So, yes, everyone has ran through their 20 bucks, and uh, Todd is a wash and dessert. Yes. None of us have a dime to spare. Nope. But we'll be in a, I'll be in a sweet turkey coma, so I won't need any more money. Okay, uh, people chiming in here for uh, their choices. Uh, Amy says, ham-mashed taters. Green bean casseroles, mm. mac and cheese, and cheesecake because budget. Good picks, Amy. Good, good picks, picks Amy. I would throw out the uh, green bean casserole. But... Yes, Todd, you might be able to get sweet breads for $1. <laughs> not sure about sweet breads. No sweet breads for me, Kyle. Is sweet breads brains? Yeah, I believe so. How about, how about, a, how about a Hawaiian roll? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> Uh, Joe, would you scrape off the cherries like you monsters would do with meringue? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I wouldn't. 
I want more than a dollop of cherries. I want a whole bushel. But see, I am of the belief that the cherry juice is better than the cherries. The cherry, the cherry juice. Yeah, the same way. Yeah, I like the the red stuff that the cherries swim in. Because <laughs> we all want our sweet bread's hypothalamus glands. Kyle, that is the most specific answer, and you do not know how much I appreciate that. That is an attention to detail, sir. <laughs> detail. Detail. All right, uh, Miss Wilson, uh, dark turkey stuffings, gravies, cheesecake all day. So I'm, I'm thinking several slabs of cheesecake in the Wilson menu here. What? Why is gravy so expensive? It's probably the cheapest thing on the actual menu yeah. to make. To do right? it well, maybe it takes. Like, you make a your gravy out of your craft. turkey drippings. Your <laughs> 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 turkey um, old drippings. Is it Cracker Barrel that when you get the pot roast, it says that it has the uh, the. Yeah, I forget if it was drippings or squeezins. It's one of the two. <laughs> Corn squeezins. Not to be confused with a, a prey dinner cognac of a shot of corn squeezins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Amy says it's worth it. By I golly, agree. I agree. I see. I pour gravy all over everything on my plate. That is one thing where I am in it, not up against it. <laughs> <laughs> Neck deep in it. Other than my desserts. Yeah. Actually, I should have said I disagree with with the gravies. There be no gravies on my plate. Really? No. Oh man. I, I like turkey gravy in moderation, but I do not want a I do not want a tsunami of gravy on my plate. I'm kind of banking on the fact that my dislike of gravy will save me from a heart attack someday. But will life even be worth it if you don't have a plate full of gravy? <laughs> my life is <laughs> good, fine, thanks. Good pick, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe uh, just goes all dessert with his 20 nice. bucks. So, Brady, I'm guessing you're the type that you go to a Chinese buffet and you don't want sweet and sour sauce all over your plate like I do. I put it on everything on my plate. No, I prefer like the Hunan or garlic sauce, like the really? that comes with the dish. Yeah, I like it to soak into my rice, but not um, sweet and sour. Uh, I could live with it, but it's not a fave. Here, here's a question for everyone about Thanksgiving dinner or any dinner, but specifically Thanksgiving dinner. Do you put your desserts on another plate, or are you evil and put the desserts oh. right there on your plate that you just finished not, your main meal on? Separate plate, like the 11th Amendment says <laughs> in the Constitution. Don't catch me near drinks, please. <laughs> it's right. Uh, once again, uh, the same dessert plate, you've got that red flag flying at the end of your driveway. <laughs> and, and when you see somebody eat their dessert with the same fork, they just ate their... Uh, spinach and corn casserole and gravy and mashed potatoes and they take a bite of their dessert with that same fork. This is how it would sound. I do not want another plate or a silverware. <laughs> the Kremlin says no. Day there. As my mom would say, gag a maggot. <laughs> uh, yes, Miss Wilson, do not mix sweet with savory. Indeed. I, I agree, Miss Wilson. Indeed. New plate or rinse down and dry off the original plate. Uh, yeah. I can go with that, but yeah, I've, I've, there will be 
no entrails on my plate whilst my dessert gets put on it. It never, <laughs> never crossed the streams, indeed. This is true. This is true. Okay, so Some I have another question. people don't care. Well, I know, I know. I can't, I can't deal. I, I have to turn away. I do, too. It literally I makes me mag. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost like the picture I sent you guys a couple days ago of the, uh, of the handful of wet food after the, somebody had done the dishes from the drain of the, di- of the sink. That, I literally was, was getting weak in the knees, almost ready to vomit when I saw that. We know your hatred oh of uh, wet, wet foods. Here's a real Todd story. Um, when we were playing at the Argus, it, when it was called the Argosy Casino, we had to load and unload through um, the kitchen. And it was a large kitchen. But anyway, it was like the, um, I'm going to call it the kitchen refuse, call it like <sighs> grease, food, wash down stuff. We had to walk through that. And he looked on the verge of vomit. It, it almost makes oh. me heave thinking about it now. It, it, I didn't realize this, and and I'll, I'll admit it. Maybe I'm I, I'm spoiled. I don't. I mean, I know I'm spoiled, but I never I never worked in like a, the restaurant. I never worked in the kitchen area of a restaurant. So like, I didn't know that when you did dishes, that you didn't scrape it. You just spray it with a giant. The psi on that damn thing just shoots the nasty wet food across the splatter guard, <laughs> and it's just a crime scene of of wet food driblets snailing their way down the wall. Oh my gosh. So like a big old chunk of Miatlo off going down the side of the sink like a wacky wall walker. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to break the podcast in a whole new way here. He's going to bam it right on the air. (laughs) Barf, barf, barf. I, uh, I worked at a, uh, uh, when I was like 19, I worked at a Catholic nursing home over on on the hill in Fort Thomas, Kentucky. If you've ever gone across the river there and you look up on the hill and you see what looks like a castle, it looks like a you know a real fancy oh, yeah, building. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a nursing home, and I, I worked there. Carmel Manor Nursing Home it was actually a great place to work. Great people, but uh, I worked in maintenance. And when we would work on kitchen equipment, um, they would be making like the the purees or whatever. Like they would like, you'd be putting like steakums and like uh like uh, yeah. uh hoagies and stuff in those <laughs> blenders and blending it into for people to drink and oh my gosh a big glass of pink meat juice uh just i do not want to oh get God. there someday have, have you ever seen the like the the um the videos of like the, like the pink goo that they put it's like a food additive yeah and it looks like it'd be pink taffy but it's actually animal byproduct of some kind <laughs> processed food stuff that kind of make gets me to so uh, it. Kelsey here with a uh, put, put, it puts an image in your mind forget that desserts exist while I have the dinner become uncomfortably full get a plate of desserts stare at them while a little cousin eats a cube of raw butter then gather the courage to eat the dessert as well <laughs> that's that's every family's Thanksgiving right there yeah I, yeah Kelsey's got strong game. She sounds she like she should be on this show. Yeah. Jesus, that's meat. Jesus, that's meat. <laughs> so, uh, Jesus. <laughs> that's one thing that Cynthia gives me a hard time about. Uh, when she gets done eating, she will wait like an hour or two before her dessert. It doesn't matter how stuffed I am. I always eat my dessert right after I eat my dinner. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. I would rather get it all over with, like all done in one shot. (laughs) So before we leave this little list here, I do have another question about it. 
and we're talking about extries on the bottom, why is whipped cream not an extry? That's just part of the dessert, isn't it? I, I'm I'm not a pumpkin pie guy, but who is eating pumpkin pies without the whipped creams? I, I don't love whipped. I, I I would rather have my um, pumpkin pie au natural. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, and it's, well, no, well, you it's, have a communist flag flying at the end of your. Time. No, no, no. Yes. But, but no, because it's the essence of the pumpkin and, and the and the, <laughs> the, the, the the like the the cinnamon and everything that that that's that's the main part. You gotta have the whipped cream or cool whip. I prefer cool whip over whipped cream. You gotta have the whipped cream or cool whip to to balance out the nutmeg. See, the nutmeg needs cool whip to tone it down. Okay. The, the cinnamon nutmeg paprika ratio, <laughs> the continuum. So yeah. uh, Hudson's my little five year old nephew, and I I think maybe we should just when I go out there at Christmas, we could just share a bowl of, of Cool Whip because I could just sit there and eat Cool Whip. Cool Whip. <laughs> Cool's Whip. Whipped cream is the only good part of a pumpkin pie. Thank you, Audrey, because I would not have – the pie would just be a mere pedestal for my whipped cream. That's all it would be. I so, would not eat the pumpkin pie. So what is the ratio here of our listeners of Cool Whip versus whipped cream, I wonder? Now, I, I don't hate it. I, don't get me wrong, but it, it's just not an essential thing for me for pumpkin pie. So then there's a whole new uh, argument there as far as pie with the crusts or without the crusts. Does she just eats pumpkin puree then, right? Pretty much. The I filling. Like See, the crust is the most important part of any pie for me. Got to have that crust. That would be like All eating right, cake um, with no icing. Oh, sorry. Didn't, didn't mean to. No, I just well, that, 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 that's a good question. We get. I keep trying to push us away from this topic, and then someone comes up with another good question. Deviled eggs. Oh my god! I would have spent. I would have spent my t- entire twenty bucks on deviled eggs, no matter how many it was. I. I yeah. That's a good yeah. question. I'm not a deviled egg guy either, but I do think of those as being Thanksgiving essential. When I was um, about twelve, I uh, I set a a personal best of eighteen deviled eggs. A few hours later, I bet you said a personal worst. <laughs> At 12? No, sir. <laughs> no such thing. Uh, all right. So My, I, my son, I Ridge, that was his one request. He always asked my mom to make um, the satanic eggs. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, fight, I'll fight over deviled eggs. I, I, that's my favorite of any. We have deviled eggs. How about this before we go from this topic? How about uh, Eric, Brady? Is there anything that you guys have on your traditional Thanksgiving meal that was not on this list? Um, chicken and noodles. Hmm. Some kind of noodle dish. Uh, the chicken and noodles uh, for some reason. And that's one I love. That's the non-traditional. But the one I hate that is a family staple for years is Erster dressing. Oh. My Aunt Cheryl would make Erster dressing, and she would have to prepare it in my mom's kitchen, and it smells like somebody just cracked open a can of nine lives and yes. put it in a yeah. I mean, uh. And here's the thing: as much as I love my mom's stuffing from earlier, we talked about or now her uh, her dressing, <laughs> the top looks identical to oyster dressing, and you haven't lived until you've gotten a big spoonful of oyster dressing, thinking it was regular dressing, oh. and took a bite of it. If that's living, I don't want to live. No. No. So, Audrey, a deviled eggs and a cheese bar necessities at any gathering. I, I agree. I'll take the cheese, cheese bars. bars. 
Uh, Amy, same here. All the eggs. Hubs attempts to put me on the limit. <laughs> broccoli casserole. Indeed. Yeah, we, we we have broccoli casserole, Gary. That's a the the traditions that we have that are that I haven't seen on many of the the list. Uh, we have broccoli casserole. We have uh, uh, macaroni salad. We have deviled eggs. Um, it seems like there was one more, but I can't think of it. But we definitely have broccoli casserole. <laughs> yes, well it is, Joe. Joe. Oyster dressing oh. is the 2020 of dressings. Absolutely, sir. Sure. And, and there's nothing that even goes with it. Like, like sauerkrauts on New Year's, you eat that so you can get – so you'll be wealthy. That's the whole idea. You eat sauerkrauts so you'll have a, a year of, of positive wealth. Oyster dressing, you don't get anything. <laughs> like, but the stomach faces when different foods are mentioned just kills me. Uh, apparently we, we have struck a nerve and, and she did get Uh-oh. strangely quiet here. She was commenting and then we started bashing the oyster dressing. And she <laughs> no longer commented. I get Kelsey. I'm, I'm sorry. Mrs. Wilson, we're sorry. We're not, we are we're sorry. not personal yeah, against it, the, uh, oyster it's dressing. specialty is beloved by the aficionados of <laughs> oyster dressing. The aficionados. Aficionados. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not a, it's not your stuffing, Miss Wilson. Parishionados. <laughs> It's not you. It's the it's the oysters. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, what about green beans casserole? We 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 discussed green beans casserole yeah. in the uh, in the list. I believe I think green that. bean casserole smells like urine. <laughs> Put that in your uh, pipe and smoke uh, it. <laughs> I don't I don't know what it is you're drinking, but H two O. Oh. Oh, scalloped oysters. Scalloped so, do they have cheese in them? Well, didn't we didn't we kind of say that scallops had to be cheesy? That but nobody crazy. chimed in to tell us if we were right or not. <laughs> I assume Miss yeah. Wilson knows. Scalloped yeah. guitar necks are not cheesy. So, I guess Fair this enough. would uh, refute or prove the argument that if you put cheese on anything, it's edible. Yeah. I... Now, if it were yeah, nothing personal against uh, you, Miss Wilson, yeah, the oysters, crab casserole, yeah. I could I could be a part of that, but crabs. She says no. Oh my not goodness! Cheap. So, Mrs. Wilson, can you can you uh, straighten us out? So, scallop does not mean cheesy. We could look it up. I'm sure. Well, we probably could. Um, it's much more fun well, just to think we're right. Yeah. While while she's answering, I I will move us from this topic. Okay. We, we're, we're 50 minutes in, and we've, we're on topic one. So. That's all right. We're giving the public what they want. Indeed. All right. Brady? Okay. My topic is a little ambiguous, and pardon the pun for our previous topic. It's a little bit half-baked, but I think it will, <laughs> but it will, um, it will flow nicely, I think. Um, and I know that this is going to get me uh, accused of being a communist. There's that reference again by somebody. But um, but here we go. I want to talk about overrated Thanksgiving experiences. Some things that we accept as Thanksgiving, you know, tradition or experiences. It's beloved by many, but it's really not that great, or at least in a lot of circles. And um, the biggest, and this is going to be the, the the main focus, I think, of this topic. And um, we've got to start off with, I think, the biggest example of this is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on television. 
There's so many directions. There are so many things to mention here. And as much as one loves a parade in person, Todd, could you please, uh, we, we didn't discuss this. We, we didn't talk about it. But it's been brought but, up in the past. This is something yes. that, you know, and that's something that's probably interesting to bring in. A lot of our, while we don't rehearse and talk about, you know, uh, what our topics are and we don't, we don't go into the details of them. A lot of our topics and our complaints and our, and our, our, our thought comes from years of having these same talks mm-hmm. in front of no one. So we just decided this podcast to do it in front of a few people. So that's, right. it's one thing. Uh, but I have a saying and the saying is, uh, that TV is no place for parades or fireworks. They don't belong on TV. Both of them are boring on TV, um, not near as magical on TV as they are in person. Uh, there's no and, horse shit on TV like there are when you go, go to an actual parade. No candies. No candies. Yeah. Um, okay, so so I have an interesting story about the parade. Okay. And And this may explain some things as far as why parades are so prevalent on not just Thanksgiving with Macy's, but then New Year's Day with the different parades mm-hmm. they have there. So the official Macy's, and I, I believe I'm trying to remember this correctly, I believe the official Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade broadcast is on CBS. Mm-hmm. And the reason is back in the 1940s when TV first started to become mainstream, okay. they needed things to put on TV, obviously. So they paid Macy's to be a sponsor. So they were given sponsorship rights and, and the ability to put the, the thing on TV. However, since it's held on public streets, they could not be limited as to who actually put the parade on TV. So you can see the parade on multiple networks because, again, it's held on public streets. So you can't limit <coughs> the recording of the parade. Hmm. So but only CBS can call it the Macy's. CBS can call it the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, whereas I think the others call it the Thanksgiving Day Parade or some such thing. But uh, CBS um, uh, And, you know, uh, some of the things that passes as entertainment just aren't. Like, I was in marching band. We were a darn good marching band. But we're not even talking about – we're just talking about them – marching by and paying like a bit of a song so after so many of those it's like ah and um so that's not very exciting but i think the, one of the worst offenders is when you have c-list celebrities lip-syncing in the parade on a float so yeah. i'm sorry i'm not basing my day around if um if john davidson is going to send sing <laughs> donka shane on a, wasn't a he float. uh didn't he host That's Incredible? No. That was Fran Tarkenton, I believe. No. John Davidson, Davidson hosted Hollywood Squares. Now, it's going to upset my mother because she did love her some John Davidson. Um, that was one of her favorite celebrities. Evidently, the lady thought he had dreamy eyes. Um, but, like, um, but yeah, but you get the, it's like, and now on the latest float, singing all about that bass is Adrian Smed. You know, it, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I, it, it, it's just not. We're going to score or, or tonight. 
<laughs> don't bring me, don't get me started on Grease 2 and Adrian's Med, Brady. Uh, which I do love Grease 2 and Adrian's Med. This is well documented, but I don't want to see him. I know what you I mean. Do. You don't, yeah, you yeah. don't want to see Matthew Lawrence in a Michael Jackson jacket on the moonwalk. I mean, you know. Yeah. You, well, you want to see it, Joey it, Lawrence. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, when, when the next round, you know, it, it, it comes around like the guy that, and here, on the hefty glad bags float is Dirk Benedict. And he will be singing What's Love Got to Do With It? And it was always hey. non sequiturs. Don't and be hold bashing. Up. Don't be it's, bashing the face, man. It's the One little guy. brother from Punky Brewster. Did Punky Brewster have a little brother? I don't know, but no, Punky Brewster. I mean, it wasn't Dirk Benedict. <laughs> like I don't know. I had the biggest crush on Punky Brewster. You guys know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, so the parade. I will, I will go along with Joe here. Now, Joe says watching the Detroit Lions. I, I will go along with that. Um, again, tradition says Detroit plays on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Dallas, for some reason, plays on Thanksgiving all the time. America's I don't know why. I, I just I don't get all that. That's overrated. And I know there are a lot of Cowboy fan probably in our seventeen people Sorry, here. Sorry, um, no, I mean, you need, you need to spread the wealth with all of that. I don't need to see Detroit lines all the time. Don't need to see the Cowboys ever. But <laughs> not yeah. So, I, I was actually thinking that same thing, Joe. I mean, cause Detroit plays green Bay every time, don't they? No, they, they, they mix it up, but it's always Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Seen Detroit and the bears, seen Detroit and green Bay, seen, Usually it's an NFC Central thing. Now, but yeah, it, now it's usually not like Detroit and the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's not like some random, you know, it's usually a more traditional regional rivalry, but it's not It's not the same. Uh, Joe, I was going to bring this up as well. Joe and I, are we're sharing a wavelength tonight, Joe. I appreciate yes. it, Um The dog show, I will say, is one of the only positive things to watch on Thanksgiving Day. That's entertainment. That is on the TV my aunts and uncles know our family is not strange, but we do love us some Westminster action. It, uh, but the only thing is, until they give uh, until they give the the ribbon to a wiener dog, I'm boycotting the, the dog show. I think wiener dog legs are too short to jump over obstacles, aren't they? <laughs> I, but do you know what disturbs me about the dog show, though? Man, they got some boundary issues. Those judges, well, they go full on proctology. Yeah. <laughs> Especially those dogs with bob tails, like you talk about up again and and in it. <laughs> those, those dogs look so violated. And I'm, have I a, always wonder why they did that. A little plug here for a great movie is uh, of you guys. If anybody's listening or watching, you should watch the movie uh, Best in Show. Uh, is it Best in Show or Best of Show? Either way, um, Best of Show. Best of Show. It is a uh, fantastic uh, movie from the people that brought you Spinal Tap. And I can't think a uh, mighty wind. There's a couple, uh, Brady, you might be able to help out here. Oh, Some yeah. of the people in the movie, a the guy wind, from the guy from the Vernon Shirley, Christopher, uh, Christopher guest and the guy from the Vernon Shirley, um, squiggy. No, no, uh, Lenny. Michael McKeon, Lenny, Michael McKeon. And, uh, but they do a show, a movie about it's uh, the, the, the subject in the movie or the, the, uh, I guess the plot is, is around a, uh, a dog show and it's very, very funny. So you guys should watch it. Very. It's not a bee. It's a bee. it's a bear in a bee costume. <laughs> so uh, Miss Wilson does not watch the Macy's parade, but does watch the Rose Parade, and, and that's another 
outlet of several different parades on New Year's Day. I, uh, again, I'm with Todd. I don't know that any parade has any place on television, but I think it'd be no. cool to march in, you know, but. Miss Wilson, one of my bucket list items that I don't think I'll ever get to do, and this is going to seem really random, but the A number one, one of the top five sporting events I would like to attend is a UCLA versus USC in the Rose Bowl game. Um, I always saw it on TV and it just looks magical and in Pasadena and I would love to attend that game. It's not quite the Rose Bowl, but it's in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Uh, she also says her dad and brothers always went hunting in the morning. That seems to be a Thanksgiving thing to do. Uh, Andrea does not watch football games, but she does love the dog show. And I, again, I'm going to chime in here. I know you two are dog guys. I don't get dog shows. I don't, it seems. So, I, okay, I'm, I'm going to put this out there. People have a problem with pageants. Why don't people have a problem with dog shows? It's it's somewhat the same type of exploitation, only to a dog, but not a person. Uh, I think the women's movement, anybody that 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 just might i i wow um now i know exactly what you mean but um so here we go i've rendered you speechless on this point you've rendered me speechless let me just say at beauty pageants one does not check the tail regions like they do in the dog show without a restraining order and felony charges that that would certainly be a problem yeah (laughs) But um, but I get it. I, I think I don't care about the winners and everything. I just like seeing the cool dogs and their facial expressions crack me up. They look so proud. You know, get this Pomeranian little ankle they are proud. out there like owning Madison Square Garden. is like, you know, and it just it, it's hilarious. I, I, oh. I love it. Now, if a, if a mutt ever won, I, I may watch. Just like if they put an ugly guy on the Bachelorette, I may watch that. <laughs> but it's not happening. So I, I'm not. I thought you were going to say an ugly girl in a pageant. I thought that's. I thought that's where well, you were going with that. I mean, I didn't. I, I don't know. I, but here's the thing. I mean, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Uh, that I don't really know why I prefer a dog show over a beauty pageant, other than the fact that uh, I like dogs better than people. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Amy says, as a woman, she has no problem with either. If they check the tail region, I'm assuming she means in the in the beauty pageant they couldn't keep no. the PG rating. Yeah, yeah, which is probably true. <laughs> I get to see some you know beautiful pageant girl out there, and they're up there going <laughs> <laughs> beautiful jowls on this one. It reminds me of the uh, again. I go back to a uh, best in show the uh, the uh, broadcasters the. Uh, the play-by-play, uh, that's just a great movie. I'm going to watch it when we're done here tonight, actually. It is good. Okay, uh, any other overrated Thanksgiving experiences? Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. <sighs> Chucky B. Uh, see, uh, oh, and, and I love this. CBS was not playing it, and there got to be a petition started this year, and they're going to put it on PBS, I believe, because so many people said, you know, this is American tradition. And here's the thing. I, I loved it. I looked forward to it as a youth. As an adult, it, it dep- it's depressing. It's dark. Um, it, it's it was kinda, depressing as a child. Well, it, yeah, yeah, it, it was. But it, it's overrated. I love seeing, you know, 
um, one of my favorite Twitter feeds, uh, Super 70 Sports, when CBS would have that special, the rotating, and special would fill up the, when you saw that, your heart raced and everything, and there's that lovable nostalgia, and I would get excited about it, and then the show would start, and I'm 10, and I want to start drinking. (laughs) I think Amy uh, means uh, Purdy, as in (laughs) P-U-R-T-Y. Do you hear the banjos? And I don't know Thank which you, one has which one of us has the pretty little mouth. But we all do. We have a, a hush, a trio don't of pretty with, mouths. Don't mess oh, it was me. I I have the pretty mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Amy. I mean, I, I I you know, like I said, and and I like it, but I, okay, let me flip it a little bit. I don't know why I liked it as a kid as I watch it as an adult because I don't think I got it. No, no, know? no kid gets it. No. But it's a cartoon on prime time in the days before, you know, 24 or 7 cartoonage. So when you got that little sliver of cartoon on prime time, it was a major happening. I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. We'll have to put that up on the website later. Okay. So here's another one for, for Thanksgiving ish, even though it's a little after Thanksgiving Black Friday shopping. Uh, I about had to fight a grown woman (laughs) (laughs) as opposed to an undersized one many years ago uh, Cindy and I stood in line outside of Target in Milford for about four hours in the cold rude uh, people you know uh, and I was trying to get a I can't remember the the name of the toy, but it was a uh, it was like 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 superhero stuff for like little tiny kids, and there was a castle or some of some sort. I was trying to get her, and the bat lair or something. It was a Batman thing, and uh, we literally it was like something you see out of a movie. We both grabbed the box at the same time. Yes, it is Johnny. It's a word. Yeah, it's kind of like in our world, now. cartoonage is a word. Yes. Johnny, it's kind of like Grandpa spitting his spittoonage. <laughs> um. I can say that because Johnny's my cousin. He knows he knows that our grandpa chewed tobacco. So anyway, um, we we literally grabbed this box at the exact at the same time, and Ooh. I was even I was even polite about it. I was you know, and and she still was ready to uh, to fight me. Uh, this would have been what, before what, the. What did you say? Excuse me. Uh, get your hand off the box before I kick you. No, I, I, I just said. Uh, I said. I, pardon me. I said. I, I said. I'm. You know. I'm. I'm pretty sure that I that I had this first and. Uh, and, you know, it was I can't remember verbatim what was said. Again, this was 15, 14 years ago. But I just I do know that it and this would have been before everybody recording everything. So uh, uh, at least I wouldn't have gotten my ass kicked on, uh, on uh, you know, <laughs> it wouldn't have gone viral. But anyway, uh, that's the only, one and only time we've ever gone actual Black Friday shopping since it's moved to mostly online stuff. I, I do some shopping on, on for Friday and, you know, that weekend after Thanksgiving. But. Yeah, I, I I think it's overrated. Amy says no. See, and Amy and I are back back in we're back in agreement. Thank you, Amy. Uh, when I worked at Camel Snot Music at Eastgate, um, that the the Black Friday day, oh gosh, it, it, and I'm serious. I mean, even as my adult grown up job, that was the hardest work day ever. It was exhausting mentally and physically. And, um, yeah, it was something as a retail person, you deserve hazard pay for that. 
Yeah. Now my wife is all about Black Friday shopping. She she lives for it. Her and a group of friends go out, and they it's it's a big yeah. deal. I was going to say that I and, and Becky, you know, maybe she'll chime in on this, but I definitely see the value in it as a friendship, as a bonding. You know, just hanging out with your buddies. Um, I get that. So, you know, I have no problem with it. it. I mean, I'm not I'm not someone who gets offended by it or, you know, thinks it ought to be vanquished. I mean, you know, I, I, I just don't like it myself. But I can see that, how people enjoy going out with their friends and hanging out for the day. And It's kind of like the Royal Rumble with their friends, you know. <laughs> it's like getting that, like, charge in and get the... Yeah. I, I treat Black Friday shopping like I treat the EBN fireworks. I've gone once, just to say I've gone... And that's once, 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 twice, once, once, thrice, three times. <laughs> um, Amazing. Yeah, I know in my household, you know, Kay and Gurr, that like they, they were all about the Black Friday shopping. And, um, you know, it just some people love it, but it's just a miserable experience to me. Like, um, I don't know in my old age. I used to love getting out in the crowd, mixing it up, you know, Bengals games, one earth parties, the part, you know, those big events. Oh, uh, uh, people yeah, suck. No. Yeah. 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 And you're like that. Uh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think of what it was. It wasn't a, like a, one of those between cartoons, uh, schoolhouse rock things. No, it was a Tom and Jerry cartoon, that dog. People, oh, I hate people. And he, like, I hate like, people. Like, they like laying in the street and they're walking all over him. Drag, and yeah. Then uh, all I the people see. leave the earth, and he's left to fend for himself. And then he loves people, even though they're stepping all over him at the end. And <laughs> yeah, I I saw real uh, briefly. I saw uh, Mr. Joe Rocky had a uh, a post up there or a comment up there, um, and uh, we don't mind giving a plug for Joe and uh, Joe's wife's business. Um, if you want to put that back up there, Eric. Uh, Business. Joe said, to, Joe said to check out travel deals on Black Friday. And, I didn't uh, know that was in reference to her business. I just yeah. Uh, Joe, you can help me out here and, and chime back in because the heat of the moment and uh, uh, I guess stage you know, fright. I can't, I can't remember the uh, – the, the name, Joe, but uh, there's a business yeah. name I think you want to put out here, Joe, and uh, for all your travel needs. And uh, and if you're looking to, to plan a vacation, do some traveling and uh, get out and enjoy yourself, I believe Joe has the, the business that you need, uh, Joe it and Christy Rocky. Osaka to Istanbul, they yeah. got you covered. And Joe will take the check in the mail for the plug. There you go. <laughs> uh, Amy says the people watching is better than Walmart on the first of the month. I, I have no idea what you would mean by that, Amy. I really <laughs> don't. Uh, no bigger truth ever spoken, Jim. Yes, sleeping in is the best Black Friday tradition. I will go along with that. Uh, Mrs. Wilson, one time I went to Meyer to get a special Nikon for my husband. It was in the middle of the day and no crowd. Nice. Well, nope. I, I, I think there is a little blood sport involved with the Black Friday shopping. Two a day. I, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. I do think that – I will say this. I have gone – I said that's the only time I've gone Black Friday shopping. That's a lie. That's the only time I – the time I talked about at Target is the only time I've done the whole standing in line for hours. Um, I've gone on Black Friday like later in the afternoon. Uh, there you go. Uh, and uh, real quickly, I, I would add that I think a lot of the online shopping has taken some of the crowd down. 
Uh, I think you can go now like in the afternoon and, and not get your, you know, your head chewed off by, by someone and not get in a fight. But uh, there you go. Joe Rocky has the business up for us. Okay. Now wait for com. Visit www.vacationarchitect.com. Do you want to travel by train, plane, automobile? Joe and Christy at vacationarchitect.com. Casinos. They'll help you out. Everybody write that website down. Yes. uh, Kelsey Black Friday does also remind me of the running of the bulls. And again, I would go along with people watching aspect of it. That's the only reason I would ever go again is to just kind of sit back and watch all the uh, carnage. I cheer for the bulls in the running of the bulls. Indeed. Um, tr- true story. That's I and Joe and Christy might actually be able to chime in on this. I heard they stopped. Uh, it used to be a big thing when when you would go to like Cancun or Puerto Vallarta. That part of the tour package was to visit a bullfight, but they stopped putting those on the docket because so many Americans would go and cheer for the bull that it was very you know that would really upset people. So cultural disconnect there. That I would have totally rooted for the bull for the record, oh, but yeah, so, yeah. It's all fun and games until you get a horn up your rectum. Until you get gored. Gored <laughs> in your turkey hole. <laughs> <laughs> With no gravy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there would be copious amounts of gravy if you got gored <laughs> in your turkey hole. Yeah. Not enough gravy in the world to help you from there. Yeah. Um, hey, since we're going, you know, the topic's wrapping up here, I'll just throw this out. No comments needed, but... um. Don't they typically play Wizard of? Did they used to play Wizard of Oz on Thanksgiving Eve? I don't know. I, I thought Wizard of Oz is more of a Christmas movie if, for a while. If Celia, if Celia is still listening, she she is the Wizard of Oz uh, expert and uh, uh, collector extraordinary. Yeah, um, she she would know if she's still listening. Um, she Googly typically doesn't listen to me this long, so she's probably not. <laughs> Well, that song about uh, it just went from nineteen to twenty, so maybe she got back on. <laughs> I could yell about, for her about watching guys on Grandma's old TV and that Goo Goo Dolls song. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is something that I've noticed. Um, this is my eighth year teaching, and uh, I I talk about the Wizard of Oz a lot with my students teaching theme because, without nerding out too much, uh, you know, theme is something in fourth grade we start to kind of take from a topic as in like love and friendship to actually, you know, what lesson are you learning about love and friendship? And I use the wizard of Oz and every year, I kid you not fewer and fewer kids have seen the wizard of Oz. It it won't be long. We're not too far off from me asking a group of 30 or 20, 20 to 25 fourth graders if they've seen the wizard of Oz and not one hand coming up. It's close. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Well, Uh, Amy says it was a Thanksgiving or Christmas Eve tradition at her grandma's. And Joe says people go to Mexico for the resorts now. So. All right. Good topic. Good topic. We're now down to topic three, our game of the night. And Todd yeah. is the host. <clears throat> I was hoping I still had it. Okay, so I know I am not the hostess with the mostess, like Mr. Fiscus. That title goes to Mr. Fiscus. So I'm going to do my best tonight. Uh, and I have just a run-of-the-mill generic trivia game for you two to compete at if I can end with a preposition, um, it's very simple. I will ask the trivia question. You guys give me your answers. We'll keep score. How's that sound? Sounds good. Do you want us to chime in immediately, or do you need us to write it down? What? Um, I what I need? think I don't think you need to write it down, but I do. I I think we will take turns. Like 
Okay. I think, I mean, do you think that's fair, Eric? Again, you have to help me out sure. here because, again, we don't rehearse this stuff and we don't even really talk about it. So, sure. I just didn't want us going, ooh, 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 in the back. I, I have 50 Thanksgiving questions. I doubt if we'll get through 50, but we'll play until we run out of listeners. Uh, we drew straws backstage or pills, one or the other. And uh, Mr. Fiscus. I had the longest straw. Hey. (laughs) So let me get my scoring chart here ready. Question number one. How long was the first Thanksgiving celebration? Mr. Fiscus? How long was the first Thanksgiving celebration? Three days. Okay. Well, Um, sorry. Brady, go ahead. Your answer. That is kind of what do, – do I have to answer something different? Again, I'm, I'm going to uh, to uh, ask Eric here. How would you best do this, Eric? Do we want to give both answers and whoever comes the closest? Do we want to give – Yeah, we can play that the closest considering okay. that it's okay. – like, yeah. um, I'll say five days. Brady Liming says five days. The correct answer uh, is three days. So Mr. Fiscus with the first – Dead on answer. Or <laughs> Brady, it's and your I turn. Will, I will be displaying the scoreboard as long as I'm ahead. I was just say, <laughs> there's going to be some sandbagging there. <laughs> I saw something today that said, uh, it said, if I ever die lifting weights, uh, add more weight and call 911. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, what meats, what meats were served at the first Thanksgiving celebration, Brady? Okay, um, so it's asking for plural, right? Miats. Yes. Um, I think that there was some deer. I would think that there was some harish. <laughs> I would think some deer, some harish, and I will go with pork. So let's okay. go pork, deer, and harish. Those three. Okay. Uh, Mr. Fiscus. <laughs> Uh, I, yes, I would say venison would okay. be on the list. Uh, I would also say fist would be on the list. <laughs> Your fist is on the list. <laughs> of the best thing in the world. And, and I'll, I'll stop there. Venison and fist. <laughs> oh, no. Slim pickings, boys. <laughs> That's right. Uh. Well, you both were right about the venison. Mm-hmm. But we also had swan. Swan duck. as in as in swan as in a, as in a bird? Not, <laughs> or not swan. swine. Swan. Swan. Duck. Okay. Swan seems like it would be kind of oily and gamey. Verb or Swan, duck, and goose were on the list. None of you, neither of you said swan. You had no wait, foul. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Isn't that a game we played in elementary phys ed? Swan, duck, goose. <laughs> swan, 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 swan. Buzzard. <laughs> no points. No points awarded. No points. And what, no, they and, didn't and, have fist. And may God have mercy on our soul. No fist. Huh? Well, yeah. no, they had fist. They lived in the ocean. They had fist, but you both said it. It wasn't on this question, but it well, goes to our next question. Venison too. You, I know, you but need to give I, us credit. I, yeah, I, I think no points is the best way because you guys lost. There were three birds you didn't eat. 
or you didn't uh, you didn't uh, mention. I, w- I would not eat any of those birds. That's correct. All okay, right. Question uh, number three: What seafood was served at the first Thanksgiving feast? So uh, that's where I was leading to the next question. Oh, okay. So this is me. Howard says nuts meats. <laughs> nuts meats. I, I think uh, commas are important. <laughs> Venison, rabbits, squirrels, and nuts meats. Ranger Dan and his big. yes yes what what seafood was served at the first thanksgiving feast this is me right yes yes seafoods served at the thanksgiving day feast i would say fist (laughs) (laughs) crabs (laughs) sounds like short leave oysters because oyster dressing is a staple, apparently. Mm. Not in my Thanksgiving world, but in someone's. So it had to be oysters there at the first Thanksgiving. Let's see. Fist, lobster crawls, and oysters. Yes. That's what I said. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I will say Harish. Clam. Harish clams, mussels, no muscles, muscles. Shoals, we got the governor. <laughs> Lobsters. Um, I will go with eel. <laughs> eel. Um, and let's see, cod. No, that's part. That's just codfish. Yeah, okay. we're not going to go with species of fish. So, so sorry. Harish, clams, mussels, lobster, and scallops. You guys are making this very hard. <laughs> Captain D's Red Lobster, <laughs> Arthur Treacher. Nice. Arthur's Treasures. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yes, I, I, yeah, I, I, I like Howard. Howard's uh, Thanksgiving Day feast better. Cap'n D's Red Lobster and Arthur Treacher's. All right. So I think you all said the same ones. Lobster, oysters, fish. But Brady is the only one that said this. Eel. 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 So I am going to give Brady the point. Oh. I know about makes me eel. Just, that was the only uh, that was the only different one that you said, right? You said a couple other ones that aren't on there, but you did say yeah. eel. Um, I, I've just heard that eel it, in like New England, like they would swim upstream, and there'd be some large species of eel that they would you gotta catch. get rid of that mud vein, though, if you're going to eat the eel. Um, <laughs> and it's a, a, it's electric boogie boogie boogie. It had to be careful if you hooked one of those. Next question: Who was the first president to pardon a turkey? I saw our president today pardoned uh, corn the turkey today. I believe was the, the turkey that was pardoned. Congratulations, corn. Uh, uh, you, Brady. Brady. Oh, I haven't heard this, and I'll be gosh darned. Oh my heck, I cannot remember. Um, well, I, I'm gonna go. Your exclamation game needs work. <laughs> oh my heck. Uh, I uh, Theodore Roosevelt. I'm going to go Theodore Roosevelt. 
Teddy R. Go ahead, Fiscus. Eisenhower. JFK. No points awarded. I, I was closest. <laughs> you were. Next question. Moving right along. Which president made turkey pardoning an annual event? Eric, I think you're it's first. Me, right? Yeah. Ford. Bregan. No points awarded. George H.W. Bush. Really? Bush. Bush. Next question. How many, and we'll do this one the closest. How many calories on average are consumed per person at Thanksgiving dinner? Ooh. Ooh. So we plan, now wait a minute, wait a minute. Are we playing Price is Right rules? Closest to not go over? Closest close. to not go over, yes. Oh, okay, close. Closest to not go over. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Sounded good. Manchu. Eric, so help me. If you say one, I'm going to come to this screen <laughs> and just go. Um, That's why I ask if those Price is Right rules. All right. Go I am going to say 3,200. 3,200. Eric? I would say, and I can hear the audience behind me, hi, hi. <laughs> I would say 3,600. The average calorie count consumed per person at Thanksgiving dinner is 4,500 calories. Mr. Fiscus. Watch out, Todd. A large Samoan lady is going to run into the screen and pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> How Once much again, did the world's most ex- – yes, Eric is ahead. How much did the world's most expensive Thanksgiving dinner on record cost? And again, we'll go – Closest without it's me now, right? Yeah. It's, it's me now, right? Yeah. Okay. Most expensive Thanksgiving dinner. Now that that's a pretty vague question. I mean, was this for an army of people? Was this for a small family? Was it, I mean, there, there's a lot of uh, a lot of unanswered I, questions here. I'm going to, based on the answer, I'm going to say it is not for a, a, an army. Okay. I'm going to say just a, just a run-of-the-mill Thanksgiving dinner for your, you know, I'm not going to say an average okay. family, but. All right, so I'm going to say a Thanksgiving dinner with a high-quality turkey, gaming pheasants of various uh, – <laughs> Five dollar turkey hole <laughs> per guest. And don't forget, and don't forget the can of cranberry sauce. <laughs> I would say the cost of such a meal would be four thousand two hundred and thirty-seven dollars. <laughs> I am thousand two hundred thirty-seven. Brady, it's your turn. I am going to take another spin on this. 
I'm thinking of the like those experiences you could buy in the Neiman Marcus catalog, you know, like where you could get, you know, these experiences. So I'm going to set the table first. In the Neiman Marcus Thanksgiving, yes, there will be hand-breaded turkey served with potatoes flown in from Idaho along with caviar from the, 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 the finest sturgeons of Russia. There will be potatoes with a sweet souffle compote, some Dom Perignon champagne, cheesecake flown in from New York City, Champagne. oysters flown in from Cape Cod, and lobsters from San Francisco. So I'm going to say $800,000. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Uh, say yes, Eric. Say, just say yes. <laughs> say win. Uh, Eric Fiscus is the winner. Say me. Oh, Brady went over by eight hundred or seven hundred six hundred and about six hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars. The answer is one hundred and fifty thousand dollars at the New York City Old Homestead Steakhouse. Why do I picture like a like a big Italian mob family like here, you know, uh, Thanksgiving or something? That's what I was saying. I think that's that's too low for it to be like feeding a, a you know, I don't know, a military like base know. or something. It, yeah. so it was on the menu. I, um, but I, I was being a little bit, um, you know, over ramped. But I really thought that I did read one time that there was one of these Thanksgiving experiences like that, where it's the ingredients are like shipped in. And I, 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 I actually thought it was like a million, but I might be confusing it with something else, but I do remember the dinner ingredients being on. Now I'm going to have to look at their online catalog. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, Christy turkey dress with its real feathers, gilded Ruby eyes. Gilded. And, and yes, I could have said a dollar to start with. <laughs> Eric, point goes to Eric, and we're back to Brady. Brady, question is, when was the first Thanksgiving football game? 19. So we have no idea whether these answers are right, by the way. I yeah, just... uh, yeah. 19 and 48. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, General Custer? <laughs> when me and the boys got back from Antietam. <laughs> We slaughtered those pigs for bacon, and then we I threw the batter around in a game of ball. I had just finished brushing my curly locks. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. I was uh, I was brought in in nineteen aught seven. Born about yay big. Uh, first Thanksgiving Day foosball game. Eighteen. Seventy-eight. Wow. Ooh. 1876. Ooh. Very Get well the done. Heck out. Very well done. Impressive. Impressive. Was that you a guess? Go ahead and, <laughs> you, I, 1940 and 19 eight, 1948. 19 and 40. <laughs> hey, I think the Lions were playing on Thanksgiving Day before 1948. <laughs> 
Next question, Eric, back to you. When was the first NFL or Thanksgiving NFL game? Mm. 19 and 37. 19 and 37. See, and this is what I was thinking. This is the question I answered before. 19 and 48. It is 19 and 20. 19 and 20. So I guess Eric was closest. Yeah, you both went over. Yo. So should should I get the point or should there be no point? No, I say you get the point. I went over. I say you both went over. That's a good good call. Yeah. Yeah. And because you're ahead three points, we'll... we'll, uh, Yes. Right. All right. I'm going to skip one here and I'm going to go to this one because this one just seems made up to me. <laughs> how how many women were at the very first Thanksgiving celebration? I believe we're at uh I believe we're to Brady. I have some logic behind this. It was Can't many wait to the hear men, Yes. It was many of the men folk that came over on the Mayflower. And um you know, it was they. They weren't sure what they were getting into, and they did not want their delicate English roses to be exposed to the elements too much. But some of them had made the yeah, yeah. So, um, some but some made the trip. I am going to say twelve. Okay, 12. Brady says twelve. Mister Fiscus, how many women were at the very first Thanksgiving celebration? <clears throat> <laughs> I believe if I remember correctly, there were 50 some in total. Were you there? <laughs> no, I was not there. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, I was not there. Um, I'm thinking his 12 may be close. So the question is, do I go a few over his 12 or a few under his 12? <laughs> That is that is the question. And remember, close only counts on horseshoes, hand grenades, and jarts. 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 I got a yard. I, <laughs> I can't talk. I got a yard. Lodged up in you. Um, I believe I will go a couple under his 12, and I will say nine. Nine women. Five and four and nine. You both are high. Ha. No, I have ha. I don't touch it. <laughs> Yarts. So if a shart is, never mind. Uh, <laughs> it's like a yelp. <laughs> a yelp. <laughs> a yart. Uh, five. <laughs> Did you get it, Brady? Thank you. Uh, five. There were five women's at uh, the first Thanksgiving. And again, how do we know? Thank you, James. That's what I was going after with my uh, yes, my, my crack. Believe I was there. That's why I said. You don't want to have been the answer. answer. So we were both over. Yeah, but but again, go ahead, Brady. I was to say, if we went back in a time machine, I'm sure that. Um, Miles Standish would have said, not enough. <laughs> Just saying. So the next question I happen, uh, this is one of the first ones I've 
known from the beginning. Uh, which president made Thanksgiving a permanent national holiday? Eric, it is your turn first. Permanent Actually, knew this national one. holiday. Permanent. <clears throat> I believe. Think about this here. It was first celebrated, I believe, under Lincoln, but that was not when it was made a holiday. I don't believe it was made an official federal holiday until um, Herbert Hoover. Eric says Herbert Hoover, the old alliteration president. Yes. Boy. Hoybit Hoover. Use a man like Hoybit Hoover again. Um, no well. I agree. <laughs> Everybody pull his weight. <laughs> Go ahead, Eric. Finish it up, Dan. Giola sounds great. Okay, um, now we can get back to our regular scheduled programming. And I'm going to say that Mr. Fiscus is half correct. Um, I think Abraham Lincoln was the first to make it. Uh, but the permanent, I believe, it was FDR. You and your Roosevelt's, man. You guys were both... <sighs> lukewarm you were both touching on the you know you were up again it but not in it <laughs> abraham lincoln is the first president to make it a permanent or he was the president to make it a permanent national holiday you're right it had been celebrated before um well obviously the first one was in 16 something or another with uh, at, at plymouth but abraham lincoln was the president who made it a permanent national holiday it had been celebrated non-nationally you know before uh but i do know a little more about this we actually have not only abraham lincoln to think but we have abraham lincoln. we have sarah what? we have uh speaking of did women i did lincoln? say abraham lincoln yes we have sarah josepha hale who was the one who for 20 years uh pushed and sent letters and uh articles in her magazine and sent a letter to Abraham Lincoln to try to get Abraham Lincoln to make Thanksgiving. She thought that it would, uh, it would be good for the nation and the people to come together. And at a time where women didn't have very many opportunities to do such a thing. And she was, uh, she was the reason why we have a national holiday of Thanksgiving now. So yeah. FDR fits into this somehow. Did, did he make it Thursday? Like, was he the one who designated what day it was on? I don't. I don't know that. Again, I. I, th I think. I still think it was Lincoln. I think it was Lincoln. Uh, Washington was the first one who uh, ordered a national day of Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. but again, it didn't become, you know, an, an annual. Yeah, an annual thing. I think my I, old teacher is tweaking my reasoning here. <laughs> okay, everyone in your Hoovervilles, you get the day off. No work. <laughs> yeah. Point you guys taken, like the Mrs. Wilson. Do you like the president questions? Because I have more of them. How about which president refused to celebrate Thanksgiving as a national holiday? I, I think I have an answer, but it might get me in trouble. Which this is kind of a loaded question because if, if Lincoln was the first one to do it, then I would guess the 15 presidents before him 
did, could be well, guilty. Did they of, just not do it or did they refuse? I yeah, mean, that's refusal true. Refusal sounds more like I will, they're making a statement, I will not celebrate this holiday. I, I, I'm hesitant to answer this because, like, I don't want to get in trouble, but I. Well, mm. who, who are you going to get in trouble with? Well, you're safe. I, I don't you're want, safe here, Brady. Okay. This is a safe place. Um, I was going to say President Obama because of the whole, like, you know, there was an education push where, like, the Thanksgiving holiday was kind of non-PC, and that kind of took some wings in that period of time. Um, So it's definitely not a political answer. And to many, Thanksgiving can be looked at as a day of mourning when you look at the treatment of Native Americans. I I get that. Uh, Eric? I, I believe I'll go back a little earlier in history, uh, since Lincoln was the first one to make it a, a national holiday. The one who refused to celebrate it, I would say, I'm going to guess Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. And again, uh, there's no context. There's no backstory. I don't know if this is right or wrong, but that's the answer. So uh, real quick, this is a fun one. And Brady, by the way, I'm going to skip these questions because you were right. Uh, which president tried to make Thanksgiving the third Thursday in November to help boost the economy for the holiday season? FDR, who eventually was the one who officially made Thanksgiving the fourth Thursday of every November. So FDR was uh, responsible I knew he for figured that. into it somehow. That's just – yeah. Uh, no judgment which, zone, but that answer was loyal, pre- Brady. That's what Jim said. <laughs> which president anyway. declared two Thanksgivings in one year? Two Eric? Thanksgivings in one year. Two Thanksgivings in one year. <clears throat> Somebody liked their turkey hole. I've got an easy answer for this one. I get to go first. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we are still t- we still have a score of four to one. By the way, we haven't we haven't gotten oh. a point in like nine questions. In <laughs> um, our timer did go off too. I don't know if you're interested in all that, but uh, <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving, yeah, yeah. We're we're stuffing ourselves with play it by ear. Extra help at a play it by ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's time to pour the gravy on now, boys. Another hour. Have a heap of help. <laughs> have a heap of help out of us. <laughs> I will go with the. Roosevelt answer and say FDR. Okay. Mr. Liming? William Howard Taft. <laughs> and what was your reasoning there, Brady? Hang on a minute. He would have had to have declared two Thanksgivings within a month and a half. Because he only he only lived. He was only president for a month and a half. No, you're thinking of... William Henry Harris. My bad. My bad. Wow. That was bad. Stand down. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I, I'm like, I thought you were making a joke because of William Henry Harrison. No, I thought uh, you were making a fat joke. Oh. <laughs> he did get stuck in the bathtub. Um, And they had to bring in the extra large. And I, I, that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, James Madison. Hmm. James Madison. Little guy, little guy, see it? We little people can eat. Hey, his wife makes a mean um, powdered donut. (laughs) Which president received a live raccoon as a Thanksgiving present? (laughs) 
a raccoon. Speaking of which, that has to go in our uh, our glossary. <laughs> our play by Brady, I knew you would. I knew you would appreciate the raccoon. Um, and oh, that I gets think, me in trouble in my house. And I think you'll appreciate this president, this answer. So, uh, uh, which president received a live raccoon as a Thanksgiving? Andrew Jackson. You took my answer, sir. Um, but uh, I, I was going to say because he was our frontier president, our first with yeah. spittoons and cheese wheels and such. But um, I uh, that's the I'm second spittoon by, reference tonight. What an odd. Uh, yeah, really. Yeah, that's probably what put it because, like, I know there during his inauguration, spittoons got spilled on George Washington's rug in the White House. Um, don't ask me why. I think I you're did thinking that. of Bill Clinton and uh, oh, never mind. <laughs> So, meanwhile, <laughs> thinking uh, of the blue dress. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, that derailed my thinking. Um, no, but I, I, I'm not doing this to be lazy, but I do know that um, President Theodore Roosevelt fancied himself a naturalist, and he liked uh, fauna and fowl of all kinds. So I could see him appreciating a pet raccoon. Close, but no cigar. Last Bill Clinton joke, I promise. Uh, another alliteration president, Calvin Coolidge, is the Calvin answer, by the way. You see, Brady, I thought you were one who brought up Calvin Coolidge a lot. Yeah. You typically bring up him and, I believe, uh, Franklin Pierce. You bring those two presidents up a lot. Yeah. Um, so just to catch up on a couple comments, William Howard Taft does like his food, and Jerry lived in the William Howard Taft house in Cincinnati. So there's a little nice. nugget. And at least the raccoon, raccoon, wasn't raccoon. Yeah. All right. Uh, what Native American tribe celebrated the first Thanksgiving with the pilgrims? Eric, it's your turn. No, it's actually Brady's turn. Sorry. Brady. Powhatan. And I, I have no other answer. Because <laughs> he's right. Wampanoag. Wampanoag. No, Wampanoag. really, it's right. Oh, I, I, I thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> is, that the, is that the Native American term like for bullshit? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I, it is Wampanoag is the is the correct Wampanoag. answer, and that is correct because I actually just did a lesson on that today. Okay, uh, not to. Uh, cut into the tomfoolery here. We are into an hour and 45 minutes here, so uh, we probably should. <laughs> we don't seem to be gaining any points either, so no, am I ready to no, declare not. a winner? Yeah. Can, can you give me Can you give me a uh, just a Hail Mary? Okay. Let me find a good one. Just so I have some confidence back. Black Friday Bam-bam. is the biggest day of the year for what trade profession? Oh, come on. No, you really wanted again. to give him some confidence, didn't you? What? Uh, sorry, I was so giggling black, and I didn't hear the question. Black Friday is the no, biggest no. day of the year for what trade profession? <laughs> Retail. Eric? Retail. Plumbers. Plumbers. <laughs> it's not a joke. There's no punchline to laugh at. That's oh, the right uh, answer. <laughs> Plumbers. 
Well, there, there is a punchline there, I, I believe. I mean, makes sense. I mean, it oh, makes sense. Yeah. It, it, it makes perfect sense, actually. I mean, I, I imagine after some hefty meals, one would you know, they, they would be in need of a plum. Like, <laughs> uh, but um, <laughs> so. Yeah, I yeah. I can see it. I mean, you're right. People are out shopping, but while they're shopping, they are also uh, dealing with the intestinal distress. Intestinal distress <laughs> of turkey hole with lots of gravy, <laughs> nineteen deviled eggs, <laughs> pecan pie, and some coffee. Casserole. Casserole. <laughs> did that help your? Uh, did that did that make you feel better, Brady? Yeah, it did, sort of. Um, but um, yeah, I'm disappointed in my performance. Um, <laughs> I just, uh, you know, we need to execute better this next game plan. Need to do our job. I need, to, you know, we need to do our job, and you know, uh, there will be improvements, and we'll just show up every game day and do our best. <laughs> Thank you, Zach Taylor. Uh, very quickly, guys, this kind of ties into our last uh, or our first category. Statistically, what is Americans' favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Mashed taters. Eric says yeah. mashed taters. I do too. Brady? Yeah. Wrong. Stuffing. Stuffins? Stuffins. Right out of the turkey hole. <laughs> <laughs> All Not right, dressings. so I, I am now Stuffings. ready to award Mr. Fiscus as the victor in tonight's contest. Huzzah, sir. Eric, I got, a, I got a nice Thanksgiving eel in the freezer for you. <laughs> Electrified <laughs> and such. Candied eel. Flown in from Dover, Delaware, the city that means well. Are there uh, eels in Delaware? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good topics, one and all. I uh, want to wish all of our earbuds who were in here with us a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, hope you enjoyed our Thanksgiving-themed episode, episode 37 of the Play By Ear podcast. And uh, again, my housekeeping made much easier by the unveiling of our website. If you want to know anything about the Play It By Ear podcast, please visit www.playitbyearpodcast.com. And you can find our audio feeds, our video feeds, uh, other information about the hosts, and coming soon, our Play It By Ear-isms, of which, of which you heard many here this evening. And if you were wondering at any point in time, what in the holy crap are they talking about, you will see in the isms what exactly we were referring to. So, uh, again, visit the website and also cost of website and uh, other things does cost us a little money. This is a labor of love, but if you'd like to support us and what we do financially, go to anchor.fm backslash play by your podcast backslash support. And we would uh, appreciate um, anything. Um, we certainly do appreciate your presence here and with us every week. I have somebody that has a request. They really want to be on TV. Okay. So um, she has a message. We'll make you famous, dear. Now giving. Outstanding. <laughs> she, you uh, too. She increased the viewability of this by exponential numbers. Yes, yes, the Q factor just went up. She said, I want to be on TV with daddy. It's like, <laughs> sure. Yes. 
All right. Uh, thanks to Randolyn. Thanks to my co-host. Thanks to all of you for joining us here. And again, happy Thanksgiving to one and all. Join us again next Wednesday night. And uh, we will have played by your podcast episode 38. And if you are... <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> if you are a fan of the audio version of the Play It By Your podcast, it will come out, as always, on Friday morning. So, again, happy Thanksgiving, keep, and... Keep uh, keep your ears and eyes... <laughs> <laughs> if we're doing random objects... Uh, <laughs> I got a little harmonic and some corn squeezes from Brady Liming. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, uh, keep your ears and eyes peeled for... Our upcoming, we did a Christmas in July uh, episode with Eric's okay. brother-in-law, Mr. Joe. And uh, we have a, a Christmas episode coming up during actual Christmas time. So that's something to look forward to in a few weeks. And again, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Uh, you make this a lot of fun. And we wish you guys right. nothing but a healthy, happy uh, buttload of turkey hole. <laughs> Thank you. And Todd's final word, as always, is? Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.